It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. The extreme MAGA Republicans are showing the American people who they are. They're not even trying to hide their extremism. And Exhibit A is Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's totally out of control, but they don't care. The leadership apparently supports Marjorie Taylor Greene. The rank and file Republicans apparently support Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's allowed to lie. She's allowed to debase the institution. Mm. Thank you, Hakeem Jeffries. Uh Uh-huh, yes. Hello, good morning, happy Friday. Yes. It we have a big show. We have Jan Schakowsky, Glenn Kirshner. We have uh, John Fugelsang. Franzel, why am I wearing a sexy liberal t-shirt? Who can say? Who can say? Um, okay, so is Elon Musk blowing up Twitter faster than the rocket that, what was, what did they? Well, the Twitter lasted longer than four minutes. What did they call that? An unscheduled, rapid unscheduled disassembly? What happened to the rocket? So... I've noticed nothing different about Twitter. Well, so we never had a blue check mark, no. so we're just kind of sitting back and watching and I use this an and interface, laughing. I use an interface that doesn't that doesn't show anybody's blue check right. mark. So what a hot it's, mess. nothing has so, changed for me. Right, but he took away everybody's blue checks. Yeah, but not everyone. You pay for them, but then he gave celebrities <laughs> some. Right. OJ Simpson like, still has his. Right. Uh, LeBron James, Stephen King. Twitter has started getting rid of leg- legacy blue check marks for those who don't want to pay unless you're LeBron James. <laughs> this is the, the worst yep. business model ever. So uh, an employee at Twitter emailed James, who has previously said he wouldn't pay for verification, to, quote, extend a complimentary subscription to Twitter Blue for oh, your God. account on behalf of Elon Musk. So after they first published the story, Musk said, yes, he is paying for a few subscriptions personally. And uh, What a hot mess. Jimmy Kimmel last night pointed out that Jimmy Fallon still has his blue check mark, right. but Jimmy Kimmel doesn't. Right, right. Well, it, there's, it, <laughs> first of all, yeah, Tom Nichols said, no way I'm leaving Twitter. Watching Musk desperately handing out blue checks to celebrities who don't want them is an amazing mid-season development, and I can't stop watching. And then our friend Alyssa Milano brought up a really interesting point. She said, so by revoking my blue check mark because I wouldn't pay some arbitrary fee, someone can just be me and say a bunch of bull... Uh, does that mean that Twitter and Elon Musk are liable for defamation or identity theft or fraud? Oh my God, that will be hilarious Legit if a bunch question. of legacy blue check celebrities get together with a class action lawsuit for that. Yeah. It's hilarious. You know what we should ask? Maybe you could get me Glenn Kirshner. I did. He's verified, right? I mean, that, he, that it is Glenn Kirshner. I think he well, used to be. Yeah. I can verify that he's who we're talking to. I yeah. can verify that what I okay. sent you from Twitter is his. Hey, you know, his, his face is going to pop up on the screen. Yes. So you, that will verify him. The blue eyes verify it for yeah. me. It's but like, but, it's but like in the a, future. Yeah. It's like an Apple up. ID. When I see his face, I'm like. Right. Mm, yeah. Mm, and then your mm, does your brain go to dirty smitten, thoughts? You, yes. you unlock and open up? I'm a smitten kitten. <laughs> yes, I do unlock. <laughs> <laughs> To say I'm not very observant. My my friend Rob of Robin Trish. Yes, yes. I was texting with him, and he, he said because uh, he was just having some medical stuff. I want to check right. on him, and uh-huh. so he said, "Oh, the good news is my knee is doing great." And I, you know, we're at a certain age where I didn't remember. I was like, oh, "I don't remember him having anything done with his knee." And I was like, "Oh, yay! That's great news. Whatever." It's not till this morning that I looked at an X-ray of two knees, but the penis is like 
down below the knees. Oh. So it was he was it was a funny he was sending show. me an x-ray. Right. But that shows that it's to your credit, D isn't at the top of your mind. <laughs> no, no okay. it's very funny. Okay. Um, our friend, our little, the official stem cell of the Stephanie Miller Show, Victor, she said, well, people are starting to lose their blue check marks. I've never had one, and I never will, because no way am I ever going to give Elon Musk my money. Happy 420 to all of us. We will not be silenced. We will keep fighting. I, and, see, I'm just going to do what the youngins do. I don't I don't notice any difference in Twitter either. Yeah, I don't either. And I never had a blue check mark. I don't care. I just love watching the mess that maybe celebrities are going to sue him because... <laughs> I was more curious. And he's trying to give them to celebrities that are then publicly saying, no, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's trying to suck up. And okay. Uh, yes. Why did he give a blue check mark to Stephen King? Stephen King has Hates been him. giving him crap yeah. For, yeah. for years I now. I know. I don't, I don't know. I more want to know, did Victor She do a bong rep before he did that tweet? I, uh, <laughs> awesome. Legit question. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, Brooklyn Dad Defiant says rapid unscheduled assembly is the theme of Ron DeSantis' presidential campaign. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Who said of uh, DeSantis, I think he calculated that he can go for that MAGA base by being the biggest jerk in the race. And frankly, you can't beat the reigning lizard king. Who said that? Squidly Diddly. No. Charlie Sykes. That's funny. Oh, good. (laughs) It is a rapid unscheduled assembly. This is His campaign and Twitter. Uh All a hot mess. All the right people are having bad weeks. Hmm. Oh, Paula Poundstone noted. I know her. I've heard of her. Noted big thinker. Said Trump chose the Make America Great Again slogan because keep funneling money and perks to me and my rich friends destroying our democracy and fouling the earth didn't fit on a hat. (laughs) That's true. They might have spitballed it. it I wonder if she still has her blue check mark. I I don't know. Um. Oh, how about this one? Shannon Watts tweeted, uh, breaking, according to CNN, the Louisville shooter left notes saying they wanted to prove how easy it is in America for someone dealing with a serious mental illness to buy an assault rifle. The shooter purchased an AR-15 seven days before the mass shooting at the Nashville school. Ay, ay, ay. Right? I mean, just ay, ay, ay. Oh, here's one story, just a light fun stack that made me feel better. Okay. About is it? The constant uh, inter- interruptions from Bonnie and Clyde. All right. Oh. It's not really, well, sometimes it's barking, but isn't it mostly just like. They bark. Just like. <laughs> they make a lot of that. It's like a, yeah, like a garbage disposal on high, just with a, something stuck in it. With mostly. a fork. With a fork <laughs> in it. Yes, yeah. this fork got stuck in there. Yeah. And you got a taste of it yesterday when Dexter was interrupting your interview with Carl. So you've got to. Feel what that's like to hear yes. that coming over your Zoom. Yes. Well, uh, William Shatner's Doberman's interrupting his Fox interview just uh, gave me life. <laughs> I love that he, just in that Shatner voice, dogs, be quiet. You, be quiet. And they they stopped for a second. No, they and didn't. Then, and then he said, that's all I have to say. Because, you know, he thinks he's William Shatner and well. his dogs know who he is. And then uh, they resume barking Made, yeah. <laughs> a couple of seconds later. It's yeah, just, it was bad. there's only you only ever get a brief sense of power with dogs like, haha, they did what I said. And then it's they prove you three, wrong. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, here, do we have it? We do have Fantastic. it. Fantastic. With William Shatner uh, leading the charge, he joins us right now. Bill, this looks like a very funny show. And I, I guess the premise. See, that's, what, that's what I thought. <laughs> and the instant you started talking. My two dogs, Doberman, started barking. Oh, That's wow. part of my plan to give you a sense of the hominess of this interview. Dogs, be quiet. That's all I have to say. It seems to be working like uh, a charm. 
Actually, they didn't even pause for a second. No. See, Hollywood dogs, they don't care who you are. They just barked they, right back. They know all celebrities. You know, they're like, whatever. You know, Cavuto was a lot more friendly to him than he was to you. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I should have thought of that. You I should have brought, brought my dogs. You he might have been nicer to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. What else haven't we? Oh, Ted Cruz also. Uh, douchebag Ted Cruz caught on tape. Yeah. Lordy, there's tapes of everybody. I can't wait to talk to Glenn Kirshner. His thoughts on the uh, Fox settlement. Uh, yes, he was. Uh, where is this? Do we have a uh, cut uh, 20? So he's on tape uh, saying, telling a Fox host to make sure that uh, Rudy has actual facts. Isn't Maria Bartiromo? It's Maria Bartiromo. Yeah. yeah. How well? It can't just be. You know, somebody tweeted this. It's got to be demonstrable facts that can be laid out with evidence because that's what a court of law is going to look to, not not just an allegation, mm. but actual facts. And mm. so, I, you know, I'm hopeful. You know, I hope when Rudy comes on on the, the show tomorrow, he has some of those facts, and I hope the legal team continues to lay out the specific evidence because that's what it's going to take to prevail in court. Yeah. I see. So that was uh, Ted Cruz giving Fox some very good legal advice that they probably should. That's what they're doing on Fox. He didn't follow when he objected in the Senate. Right. Right. Knowing better. Using the exact same bolt that Fox did. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, huh. That's interting. That kind of makes him look like a, a liar. Soulless liar. It's kind of well. like that's kind of uh, an example of what that uh, congressman from North Carolina pointed out earlier this week. Um, Which is uh, that, acting uh, insane. A, a lot of people act insane um, for the cameras, yeah. but then they're, they're very reasonable when yeah. the cameras aren't on. Is he reasonable? Very. He's, I don't. I he could be. He sounded reasonable talking to Maria Bartiromo off air. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yes, that part is true. All right. Uh, it's going to be better. Huh? I want to hear. Yeah. Lucretia in Milwaukee. Hello. You didn't answer it. Oh, I didn't. Yes, I did. Oh, there we go. Yes. Hi. Go ahead. Hi, yes. Um, good morning. Happy Friday to everyone. Thank you. Um, I I just wanted to mention, um, and I know I'm sorry, I'm calling late in the week about this, about just the the sadness of just the, the, the shooting that you can't knock on a door or drive in someone's driveway without someone just, you know, pulling a, a gun out. And, and I worry about this is because, like, what if people are working, you know, working for, like, the Census Bureau going door to door? People canvassing. My sister did that. My people- sister did uh, canvassing for the Census. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, you know, and canvassing, you know, people to vote. And, you know, like, what's going to happen next? Like, is mail carriers and UPS or FedEx drivers going to be shot if they might have went, yeah. you know, to the wrong vote? Yeah. And, and I, again, I, I apologize for repeating myself uh, for saying this, but, again, the people in Congress, why don't wait till the ass hits the fan till it impacts you personally yep, before you decide to do something? Because as we all have said, more guns is not the answer. It, yeah. It's not, and it's just it's just so damn sad. And I'm sorry to call on a bad note like this, but I just want you guys to have. Um, a great weekend in a safe one. And by the way, don't worry right about repeating you yourselves. Yeah. I've been doing it for 20 years. It's literally my job. It's three hours. <laughs> I, I literally make a, make a living out of it. She's chuckling warmly about that. I do repeat myself a lot, don't I? I mean, what was that? You repeat yourself. I repeat myself a lot. I'm, I'm sorry, can you say it again? I have three hours to fill. Yes. Do you know how many times, for instance, I have said good morning, Karen, in Chicago? And then I say boo-boo for oh, food? Oh, hi. A lot. Hi. Good, good morning. Okay. So I was just telling your screener, Krista, um, ah! uh, I don't know if you caught. 
Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know if you caught Ari Melber, but he was um, talking to the attorney for Abby. I can't remember her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who worked for Bartiromo and then Tucker Carlson. Yes. And he Abby indicated Grossman. that multiple law enforcement agencies have reached out to them. So there's possibly criminal. Yeah. Um, problems coming down the pike for Fox News. Yeah. Well, I mean, they obviously deliberately uh, suppress that evidence. I mean, that that I so saw. You're right. It's a good question for Glenn. Thank you. I'm going to I'm going to yeah. refer to you as my paralegal from now on. Thank you. My paralegal. Boo, boo, thank, foo, you, foo. thank you. Happy, happy Friday. Have a good weekend. All right. Love you. Boo, 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 boo. OK. It, what? Glenn's coming up in just a few minutes, 18 minutes after the hour. Mm-hmm. This is my uh, uh, she's my uh, paralegal. My what do you call it? Gave me my sidebar for the counselor. Okay. It even vibrates like real. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, yeah. Glenn Kirshner coming up. Representative Jan Schakowsky, the rockin' congresswoman from the great state of Illinois. She's on yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah, John Fugel saying, and uh, for, of course, Friday's with Frangela. Um, Hakeem Jeffries on uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. One more here. Apparently, Marjorie Taylor Greene is even allowed to elevate someone who appears to have engaged in espionage and treason against the United States of America. And it doesn't matter because Marjorie Taylor Greene is the face of this version of the House Republican Conference. Uh, yeah, by the way, so they're saying that she, Tucker, uh, so she, Tucker Carlson, Don Jr. immediately defended this racist douche bro yep. traitor. Yep. Right. Um, after an outcry from some in her own party, she pulled back a little, telling Steve Bannon uh, that she wasn't saying there shouldn't be consequences, but that more national security secrets around Ukraine should be revealed publicly. Oh, I see. So there should be more espionage right. mm-hmm. and more treason. But first of all, they're not secrets. They're Russian propaganda, which Tucker Carlson repeated verbatim. Mm-hmm. I, the, it's the, the actual, like, I, I believe the polar opposite statistics on what's happening with the war. They altered which is, them. Yes, exactly. Um, by the way, this is not a, it's a totally unrelated story. Russia uh, is bombing itself. Why are you bombing yourself? Why are you what? bombing yourself? Defense Ministry in Moscow says a Russian fighter jet accidentally bombed uh, one of their own cities on the border of uh, right. U- Oh, that's U- not good. Yeah, Ukraine. Uh, there was... Julian Seattle said there was no explanation of the bombing other than what it was described as an abnormal descent of aviation ammunition. You sent me an abnormal ammunition. What is? What did Elon call the SpaceX thing? Something uh, unscheduled rapid disassembly. Yeah, exactly. Much like Twitter. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, I there was a yeah. This was uh, I said the blast left a huge crater. Blah blah blah. I mean I. I okay, I'm not. I'm not saying it's, it's a happy accident. But why are you hitting yourself, Russia? Why are you hitting yourself? Okay, Greg in uh, North Carolina. Hello, Greg. Hello, Greg. Hello, Stephanie. How are you doing today? Good. Go ahead. So, um, uh, 
so my son is trans in Brooklyn. He's um, 35 um, and has been for the past year. And I was sort of like looking and reading a lot of research and different things. And I remembered, to me, the first trans athlete would have been Renee Richards. And yeah. when I was Googling Renee Richards and looking that up, because my parents watched a lot of um, ladies' tennis when I was growing up, I looked at that. And then when I looked at it, lo and behold, back in 1977, who outed Renee Richards? And I was kind of like, um, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. So. Tucker Carlson's father, Richard Carlson, outed Brene Richards back in 1977. Pretty crazy, right? Wow. Yeah, I didn't. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty nuts. Yeah, um, I was going to say this is just another uh, small government party mm -hmm. that's going to uh, inspect your kids' junk, your child's uh, junk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, right. House Republicans yesterday approved legislation that would bar transgender uh, women and girls from participating in athletic programs designated for women. Uh, they, they will no longer be able to play in any of our reindeer games. Correct. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games. The bill has no chance of passing the Senate or being signed by President Biden. But uh, as we always say, the cruelty is just the point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> these bills uh, let tell some of the most vulnerable children in our country that they not belong, said Pramila Jayapal, Democrat of Washington, whose daughter is transgender. Um, don't use our kids as punching bags and put them in danger, she said. Uh, <clears throat> Democrats have argued that the enforcing the bill examinations, how do you verify a girl's, quote, reproductive anatomy, uh, Jayapal said, of a young girl, if your daughter doesn't look feminine enough, is she subject to examination? This is absolutely absurd. And Nancy Pelosi said, recognizing we are all God's children, I rise in opposition to this legislation because trans kid, kids are all God's children, belong in sports and schools in books and families and on teams. Trans kids listen. They hear what we say. We do not want to do them harm for whatever purpose on the floor of this house. Um, God bless Nancy Pelosi. She just, just remains, you know, just a, such a clear moral voice. Uh, all right, 29 minutes after the hour... I believe that you have gotten me, Glenn Kirshner. He's been gotten. Yeah. He's been done got. We'll talk to him next. <laughs> putting people over politics, working on lower cost, better paying jobs, safer communities, defending democracy, fighting for reproductive freedom, combating the gun violence epidemic, protecting and strengthening social security, and building an economy from the middle out and the ground up. That's what House Democrats are focused on, to make life better for everyday Americans. Extreme MAGA Republicans from the very beginning of the 118th Congress have been focused on banning abortion care and bullying women, banning books about our history and bullying parents. And this week, they decided that they would want to ban trans children from playing sports. Ah, thank you, Hakeem Jeffries. If only we knew somebody that knew something about the law on these thank types God. of former but U.S. Attorney. Glenn Kirchner is here. Get me Glenn Kirchner. Get me Glenn Kirchner. 
former 30-year federal prosecutor Glenn Kirshner. I can listen to him talk all day. His blue eyes verified for his country once again. MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirshner. Almost every Miller show all day. Piercing blue-eyed Glenn Kirshner. We got that Glenn Kirshner now and I feel okay. Ha, ha, ha. Get it, Glenn. Not blue check verified, but blue eyed verified. Hello. Good morning, I, sir. I like that. I like that. Thanks, Steph. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Um, you know, since we just played that and Travis was asking before the break about the, the trans uh, issue, I, you made an interesting point, Travis, that it's only trans women. Correct. I mean, that seems discriminatory just on its face. Talk to us about that a bit. Yeah, well, they'll fix that. They'll amend the uh, the law and they'll uh, include trans boys as well. But I, I do think there will be an equal protection challenge made against these laws, you know, and, and a reasonable, rational, uncompromised Supreme Court would probably strike it down. But that's not the Supreme Court we have. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that's always disturbing. I just thought that Representative Aguilar uh, made a good point about our, our small government party. Yeah. Ask our Republican colleagues how you're going to determine that. How are they going to inspect that? A lot of us up here, all of us up here have kids. A lot of them played sports. What are they comfortable doing? Are they comfortable, are Republicans advocating for coaches to inspect young women? Are they comfortable for us a referee or an athletic director? That's what this is about. Yeah. I mean, I have to assume there's some right of privacy, isn't there? I mean, literally, this is a small, they call themselves a small government party that wants to be, and, you know, willy-nilly calls people pedophiles that want to be in your children's pants, literally. Yeah, you know, I I mourn for this generation of kids coming up. But here's the good news. Um, You know, I saw some report, some poll recently that said, you know, if you look at the Gen Z population, you know the percentage of Gen Zers who say they identify with the Republican Party or they intend to vote Republican? That would be zero. So yeah. you know what? That, I think, should give us hope for the future, if not for the present. Yeah. Well, okay, so we've been waiting all week to get your reaction to the Fox uh, Dominion lawsuit. <laughs> I know that you said on TV we've only just begun, and I know that that was like a, that was like a, you know, that was a message to me because I'm a Carpenters fan. And <laughs> I'm also happy clappy like you. But what is your take? You know, once again, I'm a, a, a typical Libra. I can't decide. Like one person says one thing. And I'm, you know, I'm pissed that they settled. And then, you know, speaking of how the law works, they talk about how long it would have taken to actual for them actually to get money. I mean, it, it's so what is your general take? And particularly now that you've had a few days to absorb what happened with Dominion. You know, if, if I had to bet, a buck, which is my betting limit. I'm not a high roller. I think this could mark the beginning of the end of Fox. The reason I say that is it's not just financial, though. Let's talk about the financial piece in a second. You know, Fox's lies, the lies of, of its anchors have been exposed. Tucker Carlson says in writing, Sidney Powell is a liar. And then Fox puts those lies on and fools the, the their viewers for money, period. You know, these are important disclosures, revelations for all of us. And I do think they will eventually come home to roost. The money piece is pretty consequential, right? Dominion sues for $1.6 billion. They get about half of that, three quarters of a billion dollars in a settlement. One thing I can guarantee you, Steph, 
is Fox will now settle over and over and over and over again. They flinched. They have shown themselves to be afraid of going to trial. So Smartmatic has sued them for 2.7. So they'll probably get, what, 1.3, 1.4 billion. And there are more suits to come. So how many financial hits can Fox take and remain a going concern? I think this could spell the beginning of the end of Fox. Well, interesting you bring up, because Fox, of course, released a defiant statement Mm -hmm. about the Smartmatic case. We will be ready to defend this case surrounding extremely newsworthy events when it goes to trial, likely in 2025. As a report prepared by our financial expert shows, Smartmatic's damages claims are implausible, disconnected from reality, and on its face intended to chill First Amendment freedoms. So they're trying the same defense again and also saying, oh, this was newsworthy these lies so they're not so it's okay and that didn't work And the judge has rejected that and the judge will reject it again and i love the post settlement statement they issued which actually said this settlement proves that we continue to adhere (laughs) to the highest journalistic standards i mean if that's not orwellian that's like the government cutting our chocolate rations and issuing a statement saying chocolate rations are up that's what (laughs) we get from fox yes Yes. Um, you also, well, you tweeted, uh, Fox intentionally broadcast election lies. Election lies fueled the deadly January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, ergo. I, I mean, that's the other thing I wonder, is that, yeah, these lies fueled that. And then they could lied about January 6th. And, it, you know, as I was saying, Tucker, two nights ago, was repeating Russian propaganda that's been debunked already. So the sad part seems like they're going to continue to lie about other stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it doesn't seem like they've changed their business model. I mean, that's the depressing thing is they can stay, you know, a billion dollars is the cost of doing business and they can stay in business. And we were saying the other day, I don't know how much their insurance pays. They can take a tax write off. And in the meantime, they might have run their rivals out of business because I don't know that, you know, Newsmax and OAN can withstand these settlements. So it's just it's depressing that it could end up being a win for Fox, couldn't it? I don't know about a win, you know, but I do think now we have precedent. I would call it atmospheric precedent, not necessarily legal precedent. But Fox's own lies that they acknowledge have been exposed. So why can't folks who were at the Capitol on January 6th now bring suit against Fox exactly the way they brought suit against Donald Trump for inspiring the attack? And that is a suit that is alive and kicking because judges in D.C. have refused to throw it out. Well, how about they bring a suit against Fox now, given the track record that's been established? So that's why I, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I was yes, I Dom- wanted to like see domino the whole trial because I wanted to see it all exposed. But remember, <laughs> Steph, Smartmatic said you saw part of Fox's lies exposed. You're about to see the rest of Fox's lies exposed. So we're just getting warmed up. And yeah, well, what about the lawsuits against the individuals that lied? What What's going to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. go ahead. Uh, look, the Giuliani's and the Powell's and the Pillow guys and this one and that one, OAN. Yeah, I, I think all of these suits will go the way of the Fox suit with settlements. Yeah, I love that the Pillow guy has to pay $5 million. Is it $5 million? Yeah. He said $5, $5 million, million if you can prove me wrong. Someone's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that guy was a Trump supporter, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And your pillows are lumpy and uncomfortable. Yeah, they are. And noisy. <laughs> exactly. Um, you That was an interesting tweet. You said, I'd like to see the Dominion lawyer give his opening statement in a recorded video posted online so the American people would have could see what the evidence against Fox would have been. Um, he probably won't do that, but that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? 
Why not? We've got to go on the offensive. We've got to take both gloves off and, and you know, get get the puncher. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of which, okay, t- what is the latest on this ridiculous boy? Talk about these Trump judges, right? So, what's, I can't re- I can't pronounce her name. I'm Mary, sorry. Mary Kay Viscochiel. Exactly. Bless you. Um, <laughs> but so she rules that Mark, so does he have to or not? There was a delay and yeah. whatever, but she had her. Oh, I've, been, she I've ruled, been waiting to talk about yeah, this one. She has so to, the, he has the, to answer a subpoena. Jim Jordan doesn't, but, but Mark yes. Palmer, go ahead. The procedural posture right now is Judge Viscochiel um, sided with Jim Jordan over Alvin Bragg and said Mark Pomerantz must testify. But the Second Circuit Court of Appeals has already put a stay, put a pause, put a hold on that while it decides whether it wants wants to take the appeal. Here's my favorite part, though, Steph. In Judge Viscochiel's opening salvo in her 25-page motion, she says Mark Pomerantz must testify because no one is above the oh. law. Wait a minute, Judge Viscochiel. You just <laughs> sided with the guy, Jim Jordan, who issued this subpoena <sighs> yeah. that you are enforcing and Jim Jordan is above the law. Yeah. He he criminally defied the exact same kind of subpoena he just served on Mark Pomerantz. So I don't know if you were angling to be a character on Saturday Night Live, Judge Visco Chiel, but you just, you know, you, you just displayed the height of hypocrisy by ruling with a guy mm-hmm. who's above the law. Yeah. So, you know, and here's what here's what I I um, challenge all investigative journalists, Steph. Yeah. Judge Visco Chiel, you know what her qualifications were to become a federal judge with life tenure appointed by Donald Trump for 33 years? She was a general commercial litigator in New York City. I'm not accusing her of anything, but boy, would I like to see what kind of business she did with Trump, the Trump organization, the Trump properties, Trump contracts. I'd like to see if there are any entanglements there because this 25 page ruling reads from Judge Viscochiel, reads like it was drafted by a combination of Jim Jordan's PR person yes. and Donald Trump's criminal defense attorneys. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I don't get is their legal strategy in terms of, you know, you always say as a lawyer, you never ask a question you don't know the answer to. I mean, how does Mark Pomerantz testifying help them? I mean, isn't he it just going to testify about what a giant crook Donald Trump is and that he should have been charged sooner? I mean, isn't that essentially it? It's interesting because Jim Jordan wants to take Pomerantz testimony behind closed doors. Why? Because Pomerantz will tap dance all over Jim Jordan's head because he's going to lay out exactly why he resigned um, after after amassing evidence that Donald Trump committed a ton of felonies and they had enough to convict him. And Alvin Bragg put a pause on that. So, yeah, Pomerantz's testimony will badly wound Donald Trump, which is why Jordan wants to do it behind closed doors. Yep. Um, you said judge rejects Donald Trump's attempt to delay E. Jean Carroll defamation trial uh, begins uh, 425 because hashtag justice matters. I mean, that does seem like the good news is judges are running out of patience for the, this delay game he's been playing his entire life, right? Yeah. And, and the judge who's presiding in that case has been like smacking down Joe Takapina. Uh, Donald Trump's defense attorney. And the good news is there are other victims of Donald Trump's sexual assaults who will be testifying at the E. Jean Carroll case the judge has ruled. So I, I do I, I give such props to Miss Carroll because look at all of the prosecutors who have been investigating Donald Trump forever, federally, in New York, in Georgia, 
And what's the first case that's going to trial? E. Jean Carroll's case. God bless her. We wish her well. And I'm feeling good about the likely outcome yeah. of that defamation suit. Yeah. Um, give us an update on where on the document case and on uh, J6. I mean, oh, excuse me. Also, Georgia. That seems significant. It looks like one of the electors is cooperating with Fawny Willis. Right. And then. Yeah. So the got- Georgia, the Georgia thing is a little legal, uh, criminal law, weedy. But basically, one lawyer was representing 10 fake electors, all targets of Fawny Willis's criminal investigation. And Fawny Willis just last week had an interview with a couple of those fake electors, and two of them said their lawyer, a woman named Miss Bro, never even communicated to them that Fawny Willis made an immunity offer, oh, wow. which is a big ticket ethical yeah. lapse. Because yeah. if a prosecutor makes your client a really beneficial offer, you had better fully communicate that to your client yeah. or else you're let me use a legal term, you're screwed, right? That's a disbarable offense. And then the other thing that developed is some of the fake electors said other fake electors had committed Georgia state crimes that they had nothing to do with. Well, that means this lawyer is conflicted. She can't represent them all because one might flip against another. So all of these are good developments, but I will warn people, it could push the indictment even further down the road because of the necessity of getting 10 defense attorneys and negotiating with them. So, you know, we're going to keep our eye on Georgia, but who the heck knows what the time frame is. Right. And then uh, obviously Evan Corcoran being forced to testify in documents case. Where, where is your take on where we sit with that? Yeah. And full disclosure, I worked with Kevin, uh, with Evan Corcoran years ago. I had a case in common with him. Um, So uh, when he was a prosecutor, that is, Uh, It it really is a big development when one of your criminal defense attorneys goes into the grand jury and testifies against the client about what he did probably obstructed justice in the classified documents probe. Evan Corcoran has now removed himself as a lawyer from the documents case. Interestingly, he hasn't removed himself from all the other cases yet, but I have a feeling that's coming. So listen, Jack Smith is setting up the justice wood, knocking it down, getting everything he needs to get before he moves toward indictments. But I feel like that one grows closer by the day. Okay. Um, you know everybody. Can we just say, um, before we went on, you said my partner in homicide, and it took me a second to go, oh, you tried homicide cases with him. Okay. That's an <laughs> yeah, important yeah. distinction. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about, Clarence, speaking of, uh, were we talking about ethical lapses, human ethical lapse, uh, Clarence Thomas. Hmm. So uh, Dick Durbin has asked Chief Justice John Roberts to testify before Congress about ethic rules for Supreme Court justices and potential reforms. I, what do we do about a problem like Clarence Thomas? What can we do? Yeah, compromise at the Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas ought to resign. I doubt he will. But um, I found it interesting that um, Senator Durbin politely invited Chief Justice Roberts to testify about the ethical lapses at the court and the need for a code of ethical conduct um, to be applied to the justices. You know, like it's a cotillion. Hey, would you do, would you mind come on down and testifying? I hope that when Chief Justice Roberts politely declines that they subpoena his mm-hmm. stinking you know what, mm-hmm. because yes. this this problem has to be wrestled to the ground. Yeah. We cannot have a compromised Supreme Court um, and, and we have to be willing to fight for it, yeah. not just take the polite declination and move on to the 
the, the outrage du jour. Yeah, agreed. Um, we are firing up the sexy liberal engine as star of uh, Sex Liberal DC and LA. I'm just putting you on notice, blue eyes. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Anytime, yeah. anywhere. I'm in. Okay. Love you, Glenn. See you next week. Thanks, Glenn. Love you, Steph. See you, guys. 50. Everything, everyone just said is either obvious or wrong. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. You know, sometimes I get this feeling deep down inside. And it says... Stephanie Miller. Yes, it is the Stephanie Miller Show. I agree with Glenn Kirshner. Love Senator Durbin. I took a, an unfortunate picture with him once or it looked like I was doing I, a, re- a reach around, but I was I not. I remember that photo. I have the utmost respect. Maybe he'll, he'll do Chicago Sexy Liberal. But my point is, we've got to stop being polite chipmunks. He After is- you. Oh, no. You first. You gave, Thank you. You gave yeah. Dick a reach around? Yeah. With the blue slips and the inviting Judge Roberts mm-hmm. to testify. I mean, that's all fine, but we have to do something mm-hmm. about yeah. this. He said, uh, these. Pre- he wrote uh, to John Roberts, these problems are already apparent back in 2011, and the court's decades-long failure to address them has contributed to a crisis of public cons- yep. confidence. The status quo is no longer tenable, uh, to which I would say good. And now a warning. Yeah. Since 2000, his insurrectionist wife, <laughs> like he did specific rulings that, that protected her. If that's not a corruption at the high, having your mom live rent free somewhere, that's pretty identifiable yeah. corruption, isn't it? Yep. yep. All right. Representative, speaking of the great state of Illinois, Representative Jan Schakowsky, next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. This morning I called a 12 year old in my district who is worried about their future as a non-binary kid in this country. They should be playing and learning and not writing to their Congress member desperate to not lose their right to exist. These are the priorities of the Republican majority. Not addressing gun violence, rising rent, or, or, or medical bills, but violating the privacy of children. And I'm glad I get previews. I get like special previews of what this Republican majority is gonna try to do in this body because they're simply taking bills that are being passed in Florida and across the South, horrible bills, and trying to get them passed up here. This isn't about a problem that needs a solution, but about politicians looking for a target. We want freedom and liberty for all of our people, and they want the government to be in children's pants. Disgusting. History will not look kindly on this. Thank you, Representative Frost. you know, have you noticed that our side is awesome? Yeah. yeah. Is all, like we have a lot of rocking Congress people. Rocking. 
For like sure. from the great state of Illinois. Oh, hi. Good morning, Representative Jan Schakowsky. Oh, good morning. Good morning, Steph. Look at you. Just popped up there. I loved your tweet. <laughs> you said, how about we invest more in women's sports, pay women and men equally, address sexual harassment. I'm sending love to all those in the trans community. Yeah. As the grandmother of a trans grandson, I'll always fight for inclusive policies. And thank you, because you have been fighting the good fight you know, with us for so long. And as you said, we were talking off air. You just said, this is just bullying. This is all this is. It, absolutely. You know, they did some polling and they found out that, uh, you know, some people are offended by the idea that trans girls are, are are playing in sports. There's hardly any. We're talking about a tiny number of girls who, um, you know, want to want to play sports. And in the meantime, we are underfunding girls sports. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, most of the money when it comes to uh, funding for uh, athletics and sports, it goes to, to, to the boys. I'm okay with boys, but we aren't funding. Um, and they, they get paid less when they are professionals. Um, it, that's where the discrimination is. But no, let's pick on the few girls who want to play sports yeah. and happen to be trans. It's disgusting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Max is right, man. Well, yeah, and you, you know, you also said instead of focusing on some of our nation's most pressing issues like gun violence, mm-hmm. climate change, hunger, my Republican colleagues spent the week bullying trans kids. I mean, you're right. It, it, it I can't remember uh, a couple of these red states they were talking about. You're right. It's literally one or two people, like one or two kids that they're bullying, that they're doing an entire piece of legislation for instead of the fact that, you know, as I was saying yesterday, uh, Representative, it is really the, the destruction of our children's childhood, the gun problem, isn't it? I mean, they are terrified. The number one cause of death in the United States of America for children right now, guns. Think of that. Yeah. yeah. That is the most dangerous thing, more than any other, any disease that, that children might get, it's guns. Um, just in, in, in my neighborhood, um, in right near Northwestern University, a, an 18-year-old was, uh, was, was shot and, and, and killed. It was really kind of a gunfight um, between teenagers, and they have access to, to guns. I also want to tell you, um, yesterday, my deputy chief of staff, her cousins, um, uh, who who were hosting another family um, were shot to death, oh. both families, by the son of the other family who had just been released from prison. I don't know how he got his gun. I, I don't I, I don't know what happened, but it's everywhere. It's everyone. And yeah. our children are particularly vulnerable and they're traumatized. They're afraid to go to school. Yeah, it is. It's it's. It's ridiculous. We're the only country in the world that has this kind of uh, the the number of guns, more guns than people in the United States. Yeah, I know. I'm curious, too, if you want to comment on the Fox News Dominion lawsuit, because I was saying that at some point it seems like it's all one story. The, uh, uh, you know, 94 year old man that shot the the 16 year old uh, black uh, kid that came to his door by mistake. His grandson said he watched Fox News all day long. I mean, that's their business model is scaring old people, you know, a bit, to be afraid of brown people, basically. And we've had several stories just in the last few days of someone being in the wrong driveway around the wrong porch that had been shot. And, and it, it, it yeah, he was on. afraid. And you know what? 
part of what the gun industry wants to do is make you afraid. Be afraid. You better arm yourself because it could happen anytime. Someone could knock on your door. Someone could drive up to your driveway. They could kill you. They could attack you. Be ready. And so they watch it all day. And 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 then the the, the proliferation of guns, you better have yeah. a whole bunch of them in your house to make sure that you are safe. Yep. Let's that's talk about message. and yep. that's how they sell their and that's that's their, their their model for how they sell more weapons. Yeah, exactly. You've been working on another issue close to my heart. I mentioned to you off air. My mom is a hundred and has Alzheimer's and is in a nursing home. And I say every time I'm there, thank you to the workers and you are doing the Lord's work. I mean she is wheelchair bound. I can't get her to the bathroom by myself anymore. You have to ask for help. I mean, the work that they do, you just, they're caregivers. You've been calling for higher wages, safe staffing standards for nurses. Um, you just said, uh, you be, uh, you were talking about the quality of long-term care. In the, um, far too many people are forced to enter nursing homes or placed on long wait lists because of chronic underinvestment in care workers. We must start paying a livable wage to caregivers who are predominantly women of color, and we must value unpaid family caregivers by offering compensation and acknowledgement of their contribution to society. I think that just says it all. I think, thank you for giving voice to people that, that often don't have a voice. You know, more than 200,000 people in nursing homes died during the pandemic, the single largest group. Care has to be improved. And it is not the fault of the workers. All through the pandemic, they suited up, went to the job, and yet the uh, uh, nursing home owners made more money during the uh, during the pandemic and cut and cut wages. These people do do God's work. They want to do these jobs. Yeah. And yet they themselves, what are they going to do when they get sick, when they get older? Yeah. Right now, how are they going to have a real living wage? And so we need to respect them. And so I have legislation that would actually make sure that there are staffing ratios so they don't have so many patients that they really can't take care of them. I am supporting an increase in the, in the wages for those for those workers. Yeah. And everyone in this country who finds themselves with a loved one or themselves in a nursing homes wants the best care and it is not provided. And that's because the money right now is going to big corporations, yeah. um, the 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 people who have no real interest in nursing homes and the care that they give. They want to make a profit. Yeah, most of that money comes from the American taxpayers. About seventy five percent of the money that they get, that is that that goes to the the, the companies comes from the fe- comes yeah. from taxpayers. It's yeah. federal dollars. No, we, I. We have our obligations. You are speaking my language because we all, the kids, you know, we pay extra to get extra help to come in because they're overstretched. 
There's too many yeah. residents. They don't have time to give your loved one, you know, all the specific care that they need. And so it's anyway. Thank you. Just close to my heart. Um, let's talk about the uh, here we go again with the hostage crisis over the debt ceiling. Correct. Um, you said uh, you are in the, a senior member on the budget committee. It, it just Kevin McCarthy. I don't want to say anymore about him being hostage to the likes of Marjorie Taylor Greene, who once again just disgraced the, the floor of Congress this week in uh, you know multiple hearings. Right. I, I, I don't. I, it's the body my dad served in, Congresswoman. I just can't. I her her you know, with her. I, I don't even know where to start. Her name calling and her just ridiculousness. And that Kevin McCarthy is a hostage to people like that is just, you know, a tragedy, isn't it? Absolutely. The only the only way he was able to even get to be the Speaker of the House was to sell his soul to the worst of the worst among the uh, Republicans, um, the the most extreme extremists. Um, and, and so what we're seeing now is that he has started to lay out what does he want to do in order for the United States of America to pay its bills. We have to yeah. emphasize that this is money that has already been approved and spent. And now the, the uh, threat of shutting down the government, defaulting in paying our bills and what he has said is that he's going to cut things. He, you know, if, if we default, Social Security and Medicare recipients don't get their their checks. We see children and uh, and pregnant women not getting health care. I mean, uh, their nutrition programs, yeah. including their health care. Um, we we see that he is willing to sacrifice the most vulnerable of us in order to. Um, stretch out the not paying, not paying the debts of the United States. Let's remember that during the Trump administration, three times in a row with no hullabaloo at all, he raised what they call the debt ceiling. It makes it sound like yeah. we're going to spend more money. No, no, no. This is about paying the bills and this and the sacrificial lambs will be the people that need the money most. Yeah. And the two trillion dollar tax cuts for the rich are what, you know, put us in this situation in the first place. I loved you tweeted happy tax day to everyone except the billionaires and corporations who don't pay their fair pair, fair share. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's it, we just I feel like we fair run this fair. play. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. You know, I, I was just going to say that in, in this country, there are three families that have as much wealth as the bottom half of the United, of people who live in the United States of America. Is that amazing? Yeah. Um, and, and so we have this income inequality, and yet it is uh, Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans that want to take more away from ordinary people and want to reward the wealthiest of Americans. This is a real problem that we have in, in, in our country. And Kevin McCarthy is leading the charge right now. Yeah. This is a very dangerous moment. Yep. Um, also, I, it's hard to underestimate what a scary moment this is for women in our country. And you have been such a strong voice for so long. You said the overturning of Roe unleashed a crisis for women's health nationwide. Now access to the most common abortion method is on the line. Uh, as you said today, I joined the pro-choice caucus to make clear access to reproductive health care, including medication. Abortion is a human right. Um, and here we are on Friday waiting till, I don't know, to, is it midnight tonight that right. we find out whether, you know, a drug that's been approved for 23 years is still going to be available to women, right? 
Yes, we could hear that decision in uh, in Texas, which for the first time would be a decision on limiting abortion that would be national. Yeah. That would mean that methapristone, which has been proved safe, effective, it's uh, it's it's not just for abortions. Women women that are having difficult uh, pregnancies um, and you know dangerous pregnancies. This is such an important uh, right. Right. That women should be able to, to to have that they that they want to to take away. Um, I, I I just think that we're we have to keep fighting back, fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Because this is a fundamental issue for so many women. I I always have said that you know Roe v. Wade wasn't the beginning of uh, women having abortions. It was the end of women dying from abortions. Yeah. And we are seeing that. We are seeing that women are getting sick. Women are having their uh, entire lives changed and women are dying because they don't have a, a right. And, you know, this is uh, saying to the Food and Drug Administration that you don't have the right to decide whether or not a drug like methapristone, yeah. which is the most um, used method of abortion in this country for 23 years, as you pointed out, yeah. that that um, you know is no longer is the right of the experts to decide what is a safe medication. Yeah. Now it's going to be some politician that's going to decide whether or not, it, yeah. or some judge who doesn't know medicine at all. Yeah. It's Unbelievable. Representative, we love you because you always fight the good fight. Also, you know that a point of personal inquiry is not a thing in a congressional <laughs> hearing. We love you because you know yes, that. Yes, it is not. It yes. was pointed out. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I have a point of personal inquiry, and that is, you know, I don't want to put you in an awkward position, but I'm just saying the sexy liberal uh, will be at the DNC in Chicago. We got uh, Jamie Harrison to say he'll do it. So I'm just saying, would you make a, I don't know, would it be a three, four-time appearance at Chicago sexy liberal for the DNC? It was my favorite, it was my favorite thing to do. I love to do that. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Um, is the next one going to be at the convention? I, yes, we will be in Chicago for the uh, dem. For the DNC. Yeah, we will correct. do a sexy liberal and we will see you there. And uh, we can't wait to talk to you again. Thanks so much, Representative. Thanks so much. There okay. she goes. Rocking, just rocking. Just, yep. just rocking yeah. rockin away. She's ours. Rocking Congresswoman. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Welcome to it. We were talking about my tiny baby nephew, uh, Paul Fitzgerald, who's in the new Shonda Rhimes Netflix series, The yeah. Residents, playing the first gay president. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was talking about choking up, like even seeing the set of The Oval Office. Yep. Yeah, and remember you saw the actual one. I did. And you gasped and clutched your pearls. It's <laughs> like, is, yeah. is that? We got a tour. You're like, is that the, oh my God. <gasps> Let's, make, I, I, let's I, make sure we keep it in good hands. I, I wasn't expecting to see it. And then when you open the door, I'm like, oh my God. It's round. It's like, it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah in Ohio. Hey, yo. hey, Hannah. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, go yes. ahead. <laughs> Sorry about that. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I Love you, Stephanie. Oh, oh, wow. I just wow, wanted wow. to... But, wow. but you can't say that sorry. word on the air. You can't sorry. say that word on the air. Sorry. Oh, too, dear. Oh, too, dear. Too early. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. My yeah. bad. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to jump back real quick to the caregiver uh, discussion. I have been an STNA for over 15 years. I work in hospice right now. I can tell you for a fact that the nursing homes are highly understaffed. Yeah. They are underpaid. They're having agency come in because the agencies are willing to pay their people more. Yeah. And the workers just don't care. Yeah. And admin and admin knows all of this. Yeah. They know that these workers are not giving the care. I personally have a hospice patient right now who is completely cognitive and they have told me that they have waited an hour and a half with a coal light on to get changed. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is criminal. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've gone and, you Sorry know, had to, yeah, oh, no, that's all right. Oh, no, listen, I love you, too. Um, <laughs> no, I've had to go ask, and again, a lot of them, it's not their fault. Like you say, they're so exactly. incredibly understaffed, but I've had to go, and, like, my mom yes. is sitting in her own, what you know, for an hour and yes. a half. I mean, and yes. you think if we weren't here, but it's just, you know, when they need 24-7 exactly. skilled nursing, it's not like most of us right. can't do that, that right. particularly have full-time jobs, you know, so it's, exactly. you're right, we, we depend on you and yet at the same time it, it, Jan Sikowski's right you're incredibly overpaid and overworked and uh, anyway God bless you I love you once again oh, thank, thank you, you. you, you alright right. I love bless. you you don't have a button so don't you can't say that but I can so dive underneath there. the desk John John Beatles saying next Let's talk about what this bill does. I mean, this is Republican culture wars going into our classrooms from Washington, D.C. There are already rules and there are already organizations who are taking the lead on this. The NCAA, the International Olympic Committee, both have guidelines and rules for participating in sports. This is about banning kids from playing sports. My personal comedy, Jesus, tweets, I like that DeSantis thinks beating up on trans children will help him transition to the presidency. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him to me. John, I'm sure that's in the Bible. Thou shalt bully trans children, isn't it? In there? Look, let, let me explain yeah. something. Ron DeSantis, you people don't understand this, but he, he, he is a president trapped in a governor's body okay he was born this way and he's always felt like something's wrong he's not supposed to be a governor he's supposed to be president just why can't we just let him transition huh that's really his argument and he wants me to accept that he wants me to accept that he's biologically a president i don't think so you also tweeted when you think multi-million dollar corporation disney is communist because you're a bigoted dope who doesn't know what words mean um it seems like this, you know, war against Disney is backfiring, even with other Republicans with him, right? 
when I am reading Donald Trump's posts on filth social and saying, hell yeah, Ron DeSantis messed with the wrong company, Trump, you give it to him. Something's gone wrong for the boy who cried woke. Yeah. And and I mean, I thought Elon's rocket launch, uh, the SS DeSantis was the perfect metaphor for all of this yesterday. Just amazing how I'll admit I, I will always admit when I'm wrong about stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I thought he was going to be George W. Bush, and he was just another Rick Perry. My God. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, well, you tweeted, uh, rapid unscheduled assembly of SpaceX happens. Uh, gradual scheduled assembly of blue check marks doesn't. Uh, happy 420. We were saying that's, but then Ron, it did happen. That can, then it, that can be Ron DeSantis' campaign, too, right? A rapid unscheduled assembly. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I'm glad we've all survived the blue check purge. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I never had one oh. anyway, so I'm devastated. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like my privilege has been taken out surgically. I'll tell you. It's just <laughs> amazing. You know, how yeah. Watching watching him ruin this website uh, so fast. But I mean, also uh, trying to give blue checks to celebrities that don't want them that are like, screw you. Right. I'm not paying. But then he's trying to give. Them. I mean, it's just what a mess. Well, now the blue check marks become a, a mark of shame, if mm -hmm. I may. Verified Twitter used to be where folks showed their identity. We yeah. knew who was who in that old space where people had to show their face. But now it's a place where trolls can hide anonymously verified, spreading hate and lies and rumor. They'll pay eight bucks to call you groomer. Yeah. And all John Fugelsang, Stephanie Miller Show Poet Laureate. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. You Thank are you, my Maya Angelou. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we were saying earlier, our friend Alyssa Milano, I thought, raised a good point. It's, it, you know, for celebrities like her, she's like, okay, so people are allowed to impersonate me now and say whatever you want. You know, and she raised, can you sue Elon Musk for, I don't know, identity theft, fraud? You know, I mean, it, there, it raises oh, a lot yes. of interesting eagle, or legal issues, right? They began the verified blue check mark on Twitter way back in 2009 because celebrities were so upset about all the copycats and imitators. I mean, right. and I have to sh seriously, you can it even happens to me and I'm a mook. But like I have to I have to report people, you know, on Instagram and Twitter usually every week. And it's all just creepy guys DMing women. But they created the blue check mark so celebrities and journalists and heads of state could be uh, verified. Now, verified just means you're willing to give a billionaire eight bucks because you have yeah. a craving need for attention. And but it's, this it's, was it's, this okay. was the tweet. So by revoking my blue check mark because I wouldn't pay some arbitrary free, uh, someone can just be me and say a bunch of bold blank. Uh, does that mean Twitter and Elon Musk are liable for defamation or identity theft or fraud? I mean, it's just it's worse than that. It's worse than that. Because like William Shatner, it was given one. Stephen King doesn't want one, and he was given one. And if you click on Stephen King's blue check mark, yeah. it will say this person is subscribed mm -hmm. to Twitter Blue and gave us their phone number. He has said he has not. Right. So what Elon Musk has done is, and it's really, really liability. He has given the illusion that these celebrities have have signed on to his right. product, that they are endorsing his product and using his product, and it's a lie. He, it's he's literally defaming them. And you will see lawsuits because of this. And it's just a little bit hilarious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm just sitting back and watching. I think it's it's fantastic. He doesn't have William now. Shatner's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said, remember, if a politician is trying to raise the retirement age, they're trying to cut Social Security. Yeah, I'm a little sensitive to this now that I'm 41. Uh, sure, um, that's what yeah. you are. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is the same yeah. thing, isn't it? Same thing, and that's the Santas. He voted to raise the Medicare, the yeah. uh, Social Security age several times. That, that is a cut. 
And again, thank God Donald Trump is doing something about it. I mean, it's amazing. I really, really thought that DeSantis had a shot at beating Joe Biden, but DeSantis can't beat Ron. I can't beat Donald Trump. So, yeah, um, honestly, and if Joe Biden's really worried about his age, he he shouldn't be. He's already got the great strategy to just um, uh, replace his vice president. Uh, and the person he's going to run with should be Dianne Feinstein. I am telling you, with with Feinstein as his running mate, Biden's going to look like Maxwell Frost, and he will coast to victory among Gen Z as one of their own. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> you retweeted, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas checked the box none for his wife's income during a period when Jenny Thomas earned more than $686,000 from the Heritage Foundation. When called on the lie, he said it was due to a misunderstanding of the filing instructions. And you said, be fair, people. How is Clarence Thomas supposed to know how the law works? Um <laughs> This is like I just this is the most blatant and I think easily understandable corruption that we've ever heard of, isn't it? Ever, ever. We we have gone in this country in like a couple short years from what the F fatigue to pandemic all the time to what I thought was going to be the great unclenching. And now, finally, we are in the golden age of micro accountability after Alex Jones and that lawsuit, after Donald Trump being indicted, after Fox and Dominion. I think we all get to be a little bit hopeful that maybe, just maybe, there'll be some kind of public accountability for this corruption. Now, Chris Van Holland is trying to tie the Congress's funding of the Supreme Court to the Supreme Court adopting a set of ethics rules they have to follow. I know the Republican Party will never let that happen. So whenever it seems like these guys are beyond reproach and we can't do anything about it, all you have to do is grab Clarence Thomas by the ankles and beat the rest of the GOP with him. Yeah, because that's it. There's no accountability. We well, can't. I, I was him. saying I was torn, you know, by this week by Marjorie Taylor Greene, just desecrating the body that my father proudly served in. It just she's such a disgrace. And and yet at the same time, politically, I'm like, I guess this is good that this is she's out front as the face of the GOP now. Hang on a second. If if Kevin McCarthy put a rabid ferret on a congressional committee. Would you criticize the ferret or McCarthy? Because I think your anger is misdirected here. Yeah. She's just doing what a wild creature does. She's I feral. Eric Swalwell said just almost the same thing. Here Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, has the job of speaker. Kevin McCarthy has a title. That's why it's, it's, it's so uh, terrifying. And she got so worked up and, and you know, hurled uh, you know, that nonsense at me because I had pointed out uh, right before her uh, that they have now become the party that uh, doesn't back the blue, they back the coup. And I walked uh, Secretary Mayorkas through Marjorie Taylor Greene and Donald Trump's various statements about defunding uh, the police and defunding the FBI. And, and of course, that was her response. Uh, it was interesting, though, that she was ultimately muted uh, by her own chairman, who she would also go on uh, to attack later on that day as a rhino. It's complete chaos. He said, what is it like to be there? It's like you know, working every day in the land of misfit toys. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the fact is not just that she's a disgraced, you know, to the decorum of the body and all that. It's a lie. This lie has been debunked about Eric Swalwell over and over again uh, by the FBI. But they don't care. It, the lie is candy for the bubble. And, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, if if the Newsmax comment section came to life and grew legs, like like that's how depraved it is. I, I say we do nothing. These people, as bad as they are, 
this is disgusting to young people and to smart people and to decent people. Let them be the face of the party. Yeah. Let Marjorie Taylor Greene and Bobert and Clarence Thomas be the thing that drives voter turnout next year. CrossFit, I think these CrossFit get more Barney rubble, rubble legs. Which just, yes. Just, shall yeah. we Look, point uh, let yes. them get corrupt and let it help Democrats keep the Senate. Yeah. Um, he uh, Actually, Eric Smallwell talking about this very thing. They love to, to bro out and backslap uh, because they work in entertainment. I, I call it uh, a pro wrestling culture where uh, when the cameras are on, they give the fans what they think they want, which is to hit me and others over the head with a steel chair. Uh, I call these fans constituents. Uh, but when they're not on, you know, many of them will come up to me and, you know, one, one recently uh, invited me uh, to dinner. Uh, another, uh, Jim Jordan, by the way, in the gym, you'll you walk by him. Uh, in the gym every morning, he'll ask you, how was your weekend? How are you doing? It's just like, what's going on here with these folks? Like, this is serious stuff that we're doing. Uh, this is not just for the fans. Uh, and there are real consequences if the fans think that this is real and you actually don't even believe you know, he's echoing what uh, this congressman said. He's the Democrat, but he was talking about how, you know, people, the, the it's fake outrage. But I just, yeah. you know, I keep making the point, John, it's not both sides do it. It it's is not, not this. It's not it. both sides. Eric Swalwell. First of all, like I was saying, and you've the same, the Ted Lewis and Eric Swalwells and Adam Schiff's, we've done sexy liberal with them. I've spent a lot of time with them. They've been to my home. They are the same. They're the same off. Are fighting they, for working they, people. They right. are fighting for But they're the same off camera care. as they are on camera. That it, it's not uh, the same. Uh, you know, Adam Schiff. Like I remember, remember his staff. Uh, Travis, the, our, our friends are on his staff. They said the same thing. He's like he's the same all the time. Yeah. Whether he's in a congressional hearing, he is just what you see. He's calm and reasoned and intelligent. Hey. Yeah. Jamie Raskin, I mean, Jamie Raskin yeah. the same way, you know, so many, I mean, Greg Meeks, you hang out with these guys like off the air, uh, you know, I mean, I, I mean, uh, uh, Barbara Lee, I mean, you meet these people and then, yeah, they're, they're the same public servants. They have different personas on camera, different styles of talking, but they're not complete two faces who wear a pro wrestling yeah. mask. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's just like pro wrestling, except cable news of the steroids. Yeah. I think because we both loved him, we can out Gilbert Gottfried that he did not talk like that off air. He Gilbert Gottfried was a fraud. <laughs> he was a fraud, and I'll say it on his grave. Complete two-faced. Totally different guy off camera. <laughs> one last I one. I brought him over to my house. I wanted him to, like, scream the C word at my child. He wouldn't do it. He was a fraud. <laughs> one last one, Eric Swalwell. I it's guess. actually interesting that Kevin McCarthy wants to put in place, you know, work requirements, uh, you know, for cancer patients. <laughs> who are on food stamps, uh, if Kevin McCarthy or Marjorie Taylor Greene had to pass a work requirement, they wouldn't get paid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. J Jesus, that's what Jesus would do, right? right? Yeah, work requirements oh, yeah. for cancer patients on food stamps. Jesus fed everyone after a drug test to make sure they deserved food. Absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. Um, John, did I mention to you that we I've gotten several bookings on air for uh, the Chicago Sexy Liberal that we don't have a date or a theater for yet, but we're doing but we're allowed Chica to say this Chicago Sexy Liberal for the DNC. We will be there. Sexy Liberals will be there assembled. Wow. Yeah. So it's like a half announcement. We we're coming into the light. This is great. We we're revving up the Sexy we Liberal just, engine. We just we don't guys have details. No idea. Announcements to come. 50 dates next year, one That's... for every state in the union. We are going to all 50 states. John Fugelsang is a complete and, and total and liar, and that's why God made him and so Howard Dean's planning it. Guam. We're going to go to Guam. <laughs> yes, we're going to Guam. We're bringing statehood to the Virgin Islands. We're it's, going. It's the future there, you know. You can get, you know what, you can get a sexy liberal preview. John Fugelsang will be doing a one-hour set for uh, Carl Frisch. That's right. When yeah. is that and where is that? 
Oh, I heard. That's uh, that's in Tyson, Virginia. That's a week from tomorrow on the yes. 29th. Um, you can go to Carl's page and get all the information and come on down. Uh, he's running for re-election on the school board yep. up against a, a, a lot of, you know, MAGA reprobates. So come on down. It's going to be a big, big party. And yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be taking Christian nationalism. I, I was talking to Carl this week and I'm like, so I can make jokes about abortion, right? It's your election. I don't want to ruin it all for you. He's like, "Oh, make abortion jokes." Okay. So we're we're gonna we're gonna do something unholy for the public schools. Hooray! <laughs> oh, and every night here on the Church of John on the Sirius XM Progress, we love you, John. See you next week. Tonight, by the way, I will be appearing on News Nation with Dan Abrams, nice. and I'll be appearing on MSNBC with Stephanie Rule, and I'll be on Sirius XM at the same time. Whoa! Don't watch me and hear me three times at once tonight. Wow! You that's can clone a, yourself. Mm. It's a lot of man. No, I'm just doing the work of Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kevin McCarthy. I got three people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Love you. Mwah. Thanks, Bye. John. Next food and music. This is mankind's greatest invention. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Even when I'm crying crazy, yeah, I got boy problems. That's the human in me. Bling, bling, then I solve them. That's the goddess in me. You could have had a bad bitch. Not commit. What's that? Help you with your career. What? What is that? What? Are you shaking the water off your hands? Yeah. After you wash them? Yeah. Yeah, I'm scrubbing in on Grey's Anatomy. I thought you were trying to cut someone dancing. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I don't know. 50. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Sorry. 54 minutes after the hour. We are this close to the Black Power Hour, to Fridays with uh, Frangela. And they would have comments about what you just did. Yeah. Okay. Um, James Gomer, Gomer the uh, Barney Fife of uh, investigation, Republican investigations. Uh-huh. Is everything they say projecting since obviously the walls are closing in on Donald Trump? Mm-hmm. Okay. It all points back to Joe Biden, and we're going to continue until we get the truth to the American people. But I can say this, Sean, the walls are closing in on the Biden family. Are they? I'm from James Coleman. We appreciate you being with us. Thank you. Oh, was that that Sean Hannity's Neanderthal live audience? Yeah, live audience. (laughs) Walls are closing in on Biden. (laughs) One guy thought that was really serious and real. Yeah, you wait there. Wait, did you see the video, Marco? Morons. Oh, you know what? If Marco Rubio... Did you see the video? If only there was a, somebody with power, some senator or something that could do something about what's happening in Florida. Oh in the Republican-run free state. What's right now in Miami and in Fort Lauderdale with gasoline is yeah. crazy. crazy. You can't find gasoline anywhere. Huh. Uh, this has been going on since Sunday. And so they're blaming do something it on the floods it. that impacted the port. And I know that was a factor, but it's been four days. Wow. This should have been figured out by now. Hmm. And they're blaming it on consumer panic. Yeah, people are panicked because they got to get to work. They got places yeah. to go. Wow. And you either can't find gas or you have to wait in line for like two hours down the street where you're probably going to run out of gas while you're waiting. So, yeah, people are panicked. And, of course, they're filling up, saying don't fill up. Of course, you're going to fill up because you don't want to make, you don't know, the next time you're going to have to make a two-hour line. They keep saying it's going to get better, but it's not. they got to get this thing fixed. This is crazy. You ought to call your senator. Why don't you see if there's someone that could... Is he admitting that Ron DeSantis is a horrible governor? It's the yes. free state of Florida run entirely by Republican supermajority. <laughs> That's fantastic. Howard in Los Angeles. Hello, Howard. Oh, thank you for taking my call. I want to piggyback on the lady who was talking about guns. <coughs> what I'd like to say is that I hate to put bad news, uh, wish something bad on somebody, but 
it appears that some of this gun violence had to uh, hit somebody hard up up on the food chain. You know, uh, they got you got to get up close and personal before they understand what's going on. Like I said, I don't want to wish nothing bad on anybody, but it seems like that's what's going to have to be. You know, some senator, a congressman, or some big class businessman or something. Uh-huh. Uh, family members uh, it might have to suffer that, but that's it's sad, but it's true. You okay. Know. All right. Thank you. I, does anyone have any idea what that was about? I, I, I tuned I, it out. I lost the thread. Maybe it's Friday and I need a nap. I'm not really certain. Okay. <laughs> need a nap any day of the week. It doesn't have to be Friday. Lynn in Long Island. Hello, Lynn. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. Um, I love Bonnie and Clyde as, as the name of your dogs. Um, Thank you. So I basically want to say I've been following this whole abortion thing and how it's being argued back and forth and how the women are being sliced up like sausages on a plate. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I would like the government out of the bedroom of our sex life and yeah. no regulation of our bodies is better than regulation of our bodies, whether it's two weeks, five weeks, nine weeks, five months, three months. Who the heck are they to tell us what to do with our bodies? Yeah, and I understand the st- I understand the stopgap method of trying to figure that it's having certain states accountable, like New York State and California, much better than no states. But the ultimate goal for women in this country ought to be to reinstitute, recodify Roe v. Wade, yeah. and to try to get Manchin and uh, Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski to vote um, on a bill that really um, protects the rights of women to. Um, to have um, autonomy over their body, to have agency over their body. Yeah. Because that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Oh, as, as, as the signs say, I can't believe we're still protesting this yeah. in 2023. All right. That should be on a shirt. Yeah. You know what should be next and is next and is a thing of wonder and beauty? Fridays with Frangela. Mm-hmm. Next. the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Remember Hillary Clinton once said in a debate in 2016 that if Donald Trump became president of the United States, we would be on the precipice of World War III. Well, that never happened. As a matter of fact, the world's got a lot safer. If anybody's got us on the precipice, it's Joe Biden. So if you ask me a decision between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, what I'm looking for is somebody who can come in day one and get America back on track. Donald Trump has done it once, he can do it again. And I would ask all Americans, you have President Trump, you have President Biden. They've both done the job. The question is, who did it better? I'm gonna let we you know the answer to that one. No, no, I we appreciate that. Mm, mm. That would be uh, Representative uh, Donaldson. Yeah. That was the... Uh, He's the uh, African American uh, Republican that they were trying From to Florida. make. Yeah, that they were going to make uh, the head of the biscuit. I didn't say anything about biscuits. Okay, this is uh, Jamal <laughs> Bowman responding. Responding. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know what kind of district Brother Byron represents, but I represent people who live in the projects, people who live in public housing, where we haven't invested a dime in public housing in over ten years. So this extraordinary economy that the brother's talking about doesn't trickle down to my constituents who live in Eden Wall projects, doesn't trickle down to my constituents 
who live in the poor areas of Mount Vernon, Yonkers, New Rochelle, Porchester, and Greenberg. So this glorious economy where the wealthy continue to hire trillions overseas and use the money for stock buybacks instead of creating new jobs, that's the economy that people are living with and dealing with every day. And then when we talk about inflation, these companies are price gouging, making record profits during the pandemic and post-pandemic because they're raising prices even after we dealt with the supply chain issue. Mm. Representative Jamal Bowman. Oh, yeah. In fire. And I'm here for it. Laying into Byron. Yeah. What? Hi, Frangela. Brother Bowman. Brother Bowman's been testifying. I choked myself, Stephanie. Pardon me? He was? I was dancing so hard, I choked myself. I'm sorry. Uh (laughs) Are you okay, Stephanie? Earlier when I was watching, something was happening with your hand. I... Oh, (laughs) she had a stroke. I did a DNA test, and I'm 100%. Are you okay? Touch your nose for us. So we know you're okay. I'm okay. okay. She, she, had, she had just washed her hands and was shaking the water off of them. That's what you I know. thought, Chris. Yeah. That's Don't what I ruin thought. my chances of being a senator. I, listen, they, Gavin Newsom has said he is going to appoint a black woman if Dianne Feinstein retires. And I need you to testify that I am, uh, in fact, a black woman. And Absolutely. not just in hour three. Maybe I could just be senator in hour three on Fridays. There we could share it. it. We yeah. could share it for sure. This is the blackest hour in radio. <laughs> I think you should appoint Frangela. We get two for one. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, Frangela, hi. What? Hi. Okay. I don't, do you have, do you feel, have you been feeling some feelings about the Fox News Dominion thing? Would you like to share? Okay. Angela and I, we had, we, we talked it out during the final word yesterday. Okay. You'll be able to listen to oh, us. Okay. But I had to take a step back personally when mm-hmm. I found myself outraged and upset the dominion had settled yeah and say that that was not the my case yeah yeah this was a challenge to my journal i'm gonna tell you that it was a really big challenge <laughs> to my journal that it did that it, it it did not pass i have to get a new mm-hmm. one you know um, it's interesting this is the thing go ahead i think that we talked about this on the final word we have this tendency, and maybe it's because we're hopeful people. Yes. Liberals and progressives, we're hopeful to when somebody steps a little bit in our direction to just think they're going to be there for the whole race. Right. <laughs> you know, that like that. But the reality is, I don't remember Dominion ever saying that they cared about democracy or they cared about dealing with that. I did hear that I know that they care about their profit line and mm-hmm. they care about their company's financial ability to, to exist. And so my hope that they wanted to do more it's entirely possible these people actually are in agreement with the philosophies behind yeah getting trump in office and not having people vote or and all of that but they aren't down with their profit line being attacked and i i had to do a little is this a liz cheney kind of situation angela which (laughs) that you know what i mean like they you couldn't count on them for that 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking, uh, you know, Lawrence O'Donnell and I think Glenn Kirshner have felt helpful. You know, Glenn said we've only just begun. And I get it That's that, right. you know, Smartmatic says we're going to finish what Dominion started. I, and so I, I get there's a lot of things still pending, including, you know, lawsuits against individuals. So I listen, I, I'm grateful for any measure of justice we get. So I do think it is it is a huge win. And I think it is a huge. Um, what did Lawrence O'Donnell say? I mean, it, it is a. a an admission of guilt by Fox. It is a, it is a huge loss, but I think like we're just saying the fact that you can lose a billion dollars and that's the cost of, you can still stay in business is yep. kind of what the problem mm-hmm. is, isn't it? It is the problem. And, yep. and I don't know if you saw on CNN last night, they brought in Fox viewers, asked them, okay, now you've heard the dominion um, settlement. Yeah. Are you going to still watch Fox? And everybody's like, yes. Are you still going to, you know, because they're still because of confirmation bias. These people cannot let go that of the fact that they were holding on to this piece of information that was implanted yeah. by that news organization. And even though that they have been brought and have and have now have to settle on it, on the lies, people are still saying, keep lying to me. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me say that these are like, I have to treat those people like toddlers, like children. What have I been saying? And stop. The re- yep. Stop yes, trying to convert, yeah. Stop trying to convert members of the clan. Right. <laughs> like, like, let's stop recruiting yeah. there. Yeah. But why isn't our justice department? Because here's the thing. This is my point. Dominion don't work for me. Dominion don't sue for me. Dominion, I can't, I can't get my grievance settled through Dominion. But you know who is supposed to settle my grievance? Who? The Department of Justice. Yeah. For the people. Because this has been damaged to me, to my democracy, to my life. Yeah. I just we just watched. And did you see also on well, CNN the, the grandson of Mr. Le- I can Lester is his last name, who shot. I just uh, I was Ralph just bringing Lowe, that up. Yes. Yeah. Talking about how his grandfather sat there all day and watched Fox News and that he was poisoned by yeah, that. Yeah. What's but, the message yeah. of Fox News 24-7 every day? Ooh, be scared. Yep. Brown people coming for you. Brown people coming across the border. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from black people, coming from big cities, coming to kill you, coming to hurt you. I mean, all day, all day That's long. That's the lawsuit I need. Yeah. yeah, I need that because I have been I have been harmed. Yeah. Well, also those the you know the the Dominion lies directly led to to uh, January sixth to incited violence, incited the overthrow of the government. I where is the legal liability there? Right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank it's, you, Stephanie. It's absolutely disgusting and reprehensible. And this is the thing, though. What we had to tell ourselves is we Dominion. They're not our people. Okay. Yeah. We don't really know what they think or don't think what we, and, and they weren't, I look at Smartmatic and at least in their, their statements, they're saying we're, we want to protect democracy. This has been an unprecedented attack on democracy. And we'll see if that ends up being true because if they do care about that, then there is no settling. Yeah. I mean, you know, I read a, a piece from someone on Twitter that he, I, I was saying that there's millions of us, I'm sure that have lost friends and families to Fox news. They're, they're a poison. They're poison. Yes. They're a cancer on the body politic, and you know, it, we. She was saying basically, this, you know, echoes my my experience with my, you know, the. the they were basically they were saying. I mean, their Fox's job is to keep old white people scared, yes. <laughs> particularly people of color. That's kind of the whole business model. Just pump, just pump that fear 
into them so that they stay, you know, agitated, fearful, anxious, Mm -hmm. scared. That is what Fox sells. And let me tell you what people and, and going back to the whole mental health crisis in this country, a lot of people in this country don't recognize and realize that they're addicted to fear that they're addicted to anxiety, that they're addicted to things that make, that bring those things up in them. Yeah. I blame uh, Fox News for my mother thinking you're Chinese, Francis. uh, (laughs) That's that's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. You know what? I I, I call that an openness on your mother's end. Just saying if you've only been exposed to people of color on Fox News, you know, you're just, your view is somewhat. She didn't mean that in a bad way. I'm asking. I don't. I, you can tell me next February. <laughs> that, that's, it don't matter till then. It don't really matter till then. Yeah. And it, it, the, the thing that really is upsetting to me that in every area of our lives we're seeing what the damage of allowing Fox to just gin up hate and to input it into people's heads. Another, you know, a transgendered woman was killed yesterday in Atlanta. Coco yeah. Dadal. I mean, it's it's the third slaying of trans person that we're aware, that I'm aware of in that area, yeah. and it's murdered, shot to death. And it's, well, because and we keep they've just letting pa- this happen. They just passed this bill, Angela, and they, they legislate hate. That's what they do. Yep. Uh, rep- give me Representative Aguilar on this, the trans bill yesterday. If you have a young daughter playing sports, you should be incredibly concerned about this bill because that's the next step. And that's what Republicans should be asked is how you implement this. What is the next step? And that's why Republicans have vetoed this. I was saying the party, you know, you have lunatics like Marjorie Taylor Greene that are accusing Democrats of being pedophiles left and right. And they literally want to get into your children's pants. They literally want the small government party wants their government in your child's pants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And not only do they want to be in your child's pants, they want to be in your child's period. Yeah, that's right. They want your child to work. They want your child to work. They want to know as in a factory. As they can drop plan. that baby, get into debt, and then get a job. Because because that is what we, you know, what we're missing. We need like 4 million workers. And we can't seem to get, um, you know, figure out how to uh, let people come into this country and work and live the way that their ancestors came here to work and live. Well, they didn't come here to work. They, they, they brought us here to work. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, you know, another thought too on this, we were talking about, Travis, did we find out, is it Missouri where, um, this poor young, uh, black kid was shot? Um, I don't know if they have, you know, stand your ground laws there. But to me, that is the most ridiculous law ever about if you yeah. feel threatened, you can you can shoot. And it, it, I, I again, I don't know. But, but it, when you have a Fox News, like you said, Francis, it tells you 24 seven to be afraid. Right. You're always going to you're, you're always going to be able to say I felt threatened. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, Fox I just, told yeah. me I'm threatened. Yeah. Fox tells people all day long that they are threatened. Yeah. Be afraid. Mm-hmm. Be afraid. Be afraid in your small town where some black kid comes up and rings the doorbell because it could be like New York. Yeah. Yeah. I, I well, you know, con- and I the- also don't want to rob these racists of their agency right. yeah. because this is an adult man. 
a very adult man yep. who has the ability to know in his life that no black person has ever done anything to him, who has the ability to know, no, I guarantee nobody in his family has ever had this experience. He doesn't yeah. have it anecdotally, and he certainly doesn't have any data to back it up. He is a stone cold racist. And we, and I'm, I'm not gonna excuse it as an illness or something either. Like this is, this is, you have the ability to turn off news or to go get your own information, especially now with this, this phone in your hand is a computer, use it. Yeah. Well, and plus, I just, you know, I've been saying all week legally, like, I, you know, don't answer the door. Call the police. I mean, it's just right. you know, living in a society where, you know, when you watch Fox News all day, you think it's okay to shoot through the door. Thank you. Right. And somebody has no never walked up in my crib. A spider. <laughs> open my door to a spider they got to sneak their way in they can't ring the doorbell and i sh open the door or try to shoot them through you know why because i know what they're up to which is no good <laughs> i did point that out that burglars generally don't ring your doorbell and it's politely really ask if they might burglary. rob your house right. yeah Francis has written about it extensively in her work the mindful thief it's chapter seven don't ring the doorbell you should really yes. read it <laughs> And by the way, spiders have alarm. a lot of options to ring the doorbell. They got a lot of hands that they could ring the doorbell, but yeah, right. That's okay. what I'm saying. They know they, they don't knock on my door. They can knock on your door with blow. eight arms. Right. 20 minutes after the hour. This I didn't know we were going to stumble into the spider cabal, but here we are again. Uh -huh. They're always there in the background. Wow. 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 It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. I know, uh, uh, Frangela, you said on the uh, final word that uh, you, I specifically can't tell you anything because you cannot keep a secret. And I believe I already said uh, Chicago sexy liberal around the DNC. I've already booked Jamie Harrison and Jan Schakowsky. Yeah. Don't know when or what theater, but it's uh, I've already you know let it slip. Oh, it's also two years good. away. Yeah. <laughs> I think about it every day. I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> There'll be more sexy liberal yeah. announcements. We just, you know, there's, there's, the wheels are turning. Yeah. That's all we, we need, need to know. We need to be the last to know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Loose lips and all. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to uh, Don in San Luis Obispo. You're on with Frangela. Hey, Don. Good Friday, everybody. Uh, yes. Um, a couple of things. First of all, um, I'd like to be, if I could, the official disabled veteran of the Stephanie Miller all show. Right. Yes. And I'm not afraid to throw in my uh, Patreon and free speech support in oh. order to uh, sweeten that pot. Thank um, you. And Chris, for, for your dump button, isn't there a way you can put that maybe above the desk so you don't have to the go The idea of a dump button, yourself? the idea of a dump button, it needs to be a little bit hard to get to so that you don't accidentally fire it. Ah, uh -huh. yes. Yeah, but you're right at this uh, point. At, at this point, at Chris's at Chris's age, at Chris's age, it's really elder abuse to make him dive under the console. <laughs> so, so um, my main question was: um, so this Dominion thing, I know that lawyers, I was watching them, and they said that there's more to come. Do you suppose something you could um, maybe ask one of your legal lads or ladies is that um, Dominion can? 
zoo like Hannity and Maria Bartiromo and all of them individually. And, yeah, I don't, um, you know, Don, that's, the, that's a good question. I know they're suing, you know, Rudy Giuliani and uh, uh, Powell. It is interesting. Yeah. Maybe, I, I mean, Travis, do you know the answer to that? I don't know why they didn't sue individual anchors. I don't know whether because they fall under There's the box few, umbrella. They have a few there yeah. that they're yeah. supposedly uh, suing, but not as many as Smartmatic. Smartmatic yeah. has a few more than Dominion. And, um, but I think uh, Maria Bartomololo, I think she on both their lists. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know um, why. Because normally, Chris, aren't you indemnified by your network or show? If it's done under the, uh, so under the umbrella of your company be... or your work, right. yeah. they right. can claim those under work. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, but, which they, is, but I think especially like Maria, we've heard tapes of these people continually not getting verification and still going out and saying it. Like yeah. it's not like their boss was like, "Here's the story. We have the proof. Don't you worry about it." Yeah, like, <laughs> like they they know. Yeah, twenty nine minutes after the hour, more Fridays with Frangela next. Now, in terms of Donald Trump, the brother's making the debate way too easy for me. World War III? We had the first attack on the U.S. Capitol since the War of 1812. The first attack on the U.S. Capitol by U.S. citizens in U.S. history. Who facilitated and nurtured this attack? Donald J. Trump. That's actually on not true. Twitter, That's on all true. these social media platforms. That's not true. Come on January 6th. Name it's going to be crazy. Jamal, name I'm going to meet he in this speech. I'm going to meet you down there. He tried to ride with the Secret Service. They was like, chill, President Trump, you bugging. You can't ride with us. I am so here for Jamal Bowman this week. He is exactly the right level of outrage. It's very cleansing. Yes. Well, he's speaking truth to power. And that is the thing. See, that's the thing about black folk, real black folk. You can't put it over on us. You can't sit here. I don't care whose lipstick it comes out of. Even another black man's. You're not going to put that in my head and tell me what's wrong is right. He just gave me a new dream as I hope that someone, those were the actual words that someone said to Donald Trump. Chill, you be bugging. You bugging. You bugging. You bugging. <laughs> you bugging if you think you're going to ride down there with us. Chill. All right, one more. Jamal Bowman. Yesterday. He let his supporters come in past the metal detectors with guns during the speech on January 6th. Uh, they that's were carrying also not wooden true. crosses down the street. That's this is true. what he did. So he's endorsing an insurrectionist. Not true at He's all. He's part of a party. Not true that at all. Many of them voted to overturn the election results and push the big lie. Democrats have voted to overturn elections too, Jamal. Brother, no. choose Democrats another party. Vote, Democrats have voted to overturn an election. I'm sorry. They didn't do that in 2004. They didn't do that in 2000. I'm talking about not, right I, now. Oh my God. Oh my God. We're talking about stealing. Yeah. We're talking about stealing an election. There's a, and, and how you speak about the vocab is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, I it, think we, we need a moment of silence for the biscuits that burnt while he was out of the kitchen. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. Spewing this nonsense. Biscuit. This that was the burnt. moment of silence. Okay, thank you, Angela. Um, a January 6th defendant opened fire on local authorities who were sent to check on him last week. Uh, he is Nathan somebody from uh, Texas. You know he's still alive because he is white. 
Uh, he was taken into custody after a three-hour standoff. Uh, he was charged with being a felon in possession of a firearm. He's already been charged for the Capitol, but then they had to go, okay. You know what? And, and, and I have to say this, too. I'm, a, I, I'm going to watch it, but, you know, I'm even angry about the, uh, the show that uh, Showtime is doing, the Aftermath of Waco. We need to stop glorifying yeah. people who go against the government. Yeah. Okay? We, we, we need to stop that narrative. Nothing, you know, let me tell you something. David Koresh killed those people in that yes. building. Yeah. It, those people were de- are dead. a pedophile, because of a him. murderer. Yeah. Thank you. If you want to talk about people fighting oppression and oppression that's coming down systemically from the government, how about we talk, we educate each other and the children about the Black Panther Party? How about we educate them yeah. about the NAACP and the SCLC? How about we do that? Yeah. Um, I'm sure you don't have any thoughts on the Oklahoma representatives caught on tape. Uh, oh, there's new secret recordings. Oh, well, now they're bastards. Oh, uh, yes, new secret recordings reveals Oklahoma County leaders discussing sexual favors for pay raises. As you know, they uh, previously had talked about wouldn't it be great if we could still lynch black people. So oh, there was- there's more? There's more. Yeah. Um, the conversations, uh, what happened when the commission didn't think anyone was listening, including plotting the wor- the murder of local newspaper publisher and his son, I believe. And reminiscing. Um, yeah. Hiring a hitman to carry out the murder. Other topics discussed were barbecuing a body and longing for the days when they could lynch uh, black people. The commissioners have already resigned, but the county sheriff's office announced they would be insti- uh, investigating the paper for making the recording. So you see, that's really the outrage is that they recorded them. Right. Talking about how would it be great if we could still lynch black people. Okay, so the, the the paper decided to release the recordings in their entirety to dispute the allegations of doctoring the audio. Among the details was a, uh, a reference to a physical affair between, I don't know, a, t- two of them, this, uh, implying that she exchanged sexual favors to get pay raises for the county sheriff's office. Uh, they said, with all this that's going on with the paper i said y'all better watch it because i'm fixing to tell willingham that i've been under the damn table with westbrook that's how we got them pay raises and stuff you want to talk about me and sheriff whoever we're fixing to come start some about me something okay 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 before we start yeah okay i just say can we give an award to whoever this woman is because she did sounds like she didn't just get a pay raise for herself (laughs) She got a pay raise for a bunch of people. And that, I don't want to dismiss. That's called being down. Okay? Team player. I don't want team to player. dismiss that. A team she player. deserves that credit because I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what? yes, they're investigating the paper. recordings. Pardon me? You what? People attack recordings and, and force them to release them all. Because I can tell you, that's where the conversation started. It didn't get better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. it didn't. There's nothing exculpatory coming up. If you started at, oh, I miss lynchings, you are not going to end up with something that makes you look good. Like, that's not. But also, I want you to know, in all of these places and spaces, and it's so interesting after Tennessee, you know, that that we are watching the just all these rocks being pulled up and the exposure yeah. of the people who make the rules who control the information, who control, I mean, everything. We're talking about the sheriff's department. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, and I, as we were saying, the reporter said, you know, he checked with 
uh, you know, the the legal team that it, that it was um it was not illegal. But the fact that the the sheriff's department was now saying we're investigating them for recording us saying we were going to hire a hitman. Also, we learned about pre-dug holes. I didn't realize that people pre-dug holes just in case they had a body. They need to maybe, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's also in the mindful thief. When you plan ahead, there's no reason that a lynching should catch anybody by surprise. You know what I'm my, saying? You should plan ahead. My mama used to say, her old saying was, if you dig a hole, dig two, because you're going another one. <laughs> You know what? They were, they were a fun-loving family. Some, yeah, I was just going to say, your parenting has already been somewhat uh, suspect. Uh, but <laughs> what was the year they didn't get you a bike? But they could you tell that story again? I was five years old and so awful. It's it's so black. <laughs> <laughs> so so my father brought me into the bedroom and handed me a bag, and it was a it was a bicycle basket and a bell. And I was like, oh my God, I got a bike! I got a bike! I got a bike! I'm gonna get a bike! I'm gonna get a bike! And my father goes, no, we didn't get you no bike. Oh. He said, come here. And he he looped the basket on my belt buckle and he put the, the bell in my hand. And he said, now, I want you to run down, go downstairs on the street, on the sidewalk, and start running past people, right? Get up some speed. And when you get near somebody, I want you to be safe, go bring, bring with the bell to say, I'm coming through. So I literally, I was like, I will make the best of this. Mm-hmm. And I went down, I started, then my family watched me do that for hours. They invited people right. over. They sat on the stoop and watched her. They watched <laughs> me. That is the saddest, saddest story. Hours. I, do you have a bike now? I want to go get you a bike right after the show. Do you have a bike? I don't have a bike at this moment, but there was a bike. Okay. And you know, I never, let me tell you something. It was so, it was so traumatic (laughs) that I didn't learn to ride till I was 12. Yeah. Well, I could understand that. Okay. didn't give her the bike till it was dark. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't ride the bike till the next day. So whenever you start a sentence with my mama used to say, I'm always like, oh, I don't know. It's going to go, but okay. Okay. Really quickly. Yesterday, we had a whole conversation about when you play Monopoly, don't your family flip the board? Okay. So like so at, at some point, okay, somebody needs to call in to the show. Okay. Somebody gets mad at some point during Monopoly and then the board gets flipped and then somebody gets stabbed. Uh, someone gets stabbed? <laughs> Monopoly's a very stabby game. Monopoly. It's stabby. Is yeah. it stabby? It's I aggressive. Didn't... Yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, see, look at see how quiet they're being because they feel you're, the pain that you don't recognize. No, you should no, because they don't want to admit that they also played Monopoly like that. I understand. No, look, I didn't know there was. I could be vulnerable. Okay. But we were we were repressed. Well, there was no flipping and stabbing Monopoly, but I we were repressed dead inside Republican family, so I don't know. What. Mm. Look how hard they're trying. What, did, what, they're what trying. board games did your family play? I played Monopoly, but there was no stabbing. I, I'm just you, know. you didn't flip the board, but did you flip the board at least? I know, Francis, I don't. No, 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 I don't know why. <laughs> Chris Lavoy threw the Lincoln log against the wall if it didn't look exactly like on the box. That's, but that's just about him being anal. That's, yeah, that's yeah. That says a lot more about me than it does about the Lincoln log. That's him being high strung. Yeah. Okay. Your family was crazy, Francis. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. You know what? Well, come, come see, come saw. I believe uh, children, not Francis, but other children are the future. Mm. Like Victor Shee, who is the uh, official stem cell of the Stephanie Miller yes. show. Uh, he said, holy 
Republicans gathered last weekend and devised a plan to limit voting on college campuses and voting by mail, according to new reporting. Bottom line, Republicans are terrified of Gen Z and their responses to suppress our vote. They're messing with the wrong generation. I truly believe that. I think this next coalition of women based on what is happening, you know, around abortion and choice and young people and guns. I just I feel like we are going to be unstoppable in this next uh, cycle. What do you think, Francis? Oh, you know what? Let me tell you something. I have a 17 year old who, you know, is looking to make the world a better place. And I think that all of her friends are looking at all of her friends and all of those young people. They are ready. They are they are voting ready. Yeah. Angela, do you think there will be any uh, reaction among black people that don't learn yearn for the days of when you could lynch someone? I don't know. Do you feel like there might be some blowback from the I feel like you. This is the thing, Republicans. I don't know if they were how determined they have been to make sure that no black people will vote for them, except for the few biscuit makers. Like, like they got the biscuit vote. Be clear, they got that vote. But I just I can't. And when people talk to me about, oh, I voted for this candidate because of this position, I'm like, I can't anymore with that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't. You can't. You don't get to. You don't get to say you don't agree with this part of the agenda that you're voting for. Yeah. This time the ballot should just say fascism, not, not yeah. fascism. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, let's take one one. Linda in Chicago real quick. Hi, Linda. You're on with Frangela. Hey. Hey, it's your friendly employment attorney from Chicago. Yay. You've got a lot of legal issues out Hiya. there. Hiya. Yeah, let's start in Oklahoma, you know, in terms of tape recording someone. That's statutory. So they'd have to, if Oklahoma is a one-person consent, law Mm -hmm. then that tape recording will be legal so it all depends what the statute says and then over to fox the individuals typically can be sued for the common law board of defamation wait can we just review uh lynching and also uh hiring hitmen still illegal just i don't know where the statutes Um, are there but probably probably yeah you better check state law on that one because i would i'd be going out on a limb here yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry go ahead Fox News employees, you were saying. Uh, with regard to them, that would be uh, based on the common law of wherever they are. I'm assuming New York uh-huh. and the common law of New York typically would allow for defamation, which would be a straight action against those individuals. Um, why they weren't sued, I don't know. Uh, typically, the employer will provide a defense or their insurance company would. So yeah. maybe that's why. Right. Right, like I can't be held responsible for any biscuit-related thoughts that Frangela should impart, correct? Exactly. That's well, I don't know. I I don't know. You better clearly vet her. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, well, that we're, was... not your, we're not your employees. That's true. So I don't. Right, I just so... disavow all knowledge of you. You I have outsourced the biscuit talk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Appropriately. You're independent contractors. Yeah. I have nothing That's to do. That's right. We're independent. Yeah. We're independent judges. Yeah, thank you. That is great radio. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. What, what, what? It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Welcome to it. 
Uh, friends, I don't know if you happen to see on Twitter the picture of uh, Ralph Yarl and his little brothers that he was going to pick up. I mean, just precious. I was reading more about, you know, that he was a gifted, he's a, well, he is, hopefully he's yeah. going to recover fully, a gifted chemistry student, a gentle soul, according to his former uh, teacher. And I just, I, again, I, you know this hits me personally because, you know, my mom is 100 and has Alzheimer's, so we stopped talking about politics a long time ago, but it used to be impossible. It was just Fox News talking points, and this grandson of the guy that shot, he was 94, right? Um, he said his grandfather had racist tendencies, would say weird racist things. He said, I feel like a lot of people of that generation are caught up in this 24-hour news cycle of fear and paranoia perpetuated by some other news stations, too. He was fully into that. He'd watch Fox News all day, every day, blaring in his living room. And I think that stuff really kind of reinforces his negative view of minority groups. And it doesn't necessarily lead people to be racist, but reinforces and galvanizes racist people and their beliefs. Um, he went on to say uh, he also believed in election-denying conspiracy theories uh, by and also believed very weird things about Dr. Fauci. I would push back on some of this stuff, and he couldn't handle being pushed back at. On a certain point, we just kind of lost touch, and I think it was more his choice than mine. And there is, I, I'm telling you, millions of people that have lost friends and family like that to, to Fox News. We have all been harmed. Where is our justice in this? Because the harm is not, it's still ongoing. You know, it's its like, you know, it's, it, you know, we're abused. We're like abused people in this country. And we're being abused by Fox. We're being abused by, we're watching the abuse of our loved ones. And we don't get, we don't have yeah. any recourse. I almost, almost every sentence that I, when I would talk to my mom about politics was, I would be like, that's, well, that's just not true, mom. Where did you hear that? And then of course I didn't even ask anymore. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I mean, it's again, hard to have even a conversation with people that you have no shared sense of reality or facts that, you know, when, when, yeah, they're in the business of lying 24 seven. I think you did the only thing you can do. You know, there's the, the thing you can do are, depending on obviously the age of the person and a whole bunch of stuff probably, is one, you can say, look, I'm not having these conversations with you because you're not talking about things that are true. Yeah. <laughs> like, so and I'm I think, not having these conversations with you. Or you the, get them out of your life. Right. The thing like, we all wanted it. to see were all these hosts yeah. having to admit on, you know, on camera, uh, on on the stand that they lied. And But that was the thing that Fox was going to prevent, right, at any at any cost that is is having and to, it wouldn't have mattered yeah. i think we have to get over the idea that we needed that and they should have to do it and everybody deserves it but in terms of the population of people who are watching it so much and, and believe who came there racist and ready to shoot black kids through the door like those people it they believe that even when they tell the truth right even when fox says oh this didn't happen we were lying then they go they have to say that because the liberals have put them in this position like they just they're gonna they find a way around it we really as hard as it is and i don't like saying like give up on people but I think that give up on these people. Like, if they're going to come some, to some re realization, it's not going to be because we show them something called proof. They don't believe in that. They don't need it. Yeah. I um, wanted to get your take before we go on uh, Dianne Feinstein. White House Press Secretary Green Jean-Pierre said it was flat wrong for Republicans to block ailing Senator Feinstein's request to be uh, temporarily replaced on the Senate Judiciary Committee as she continues recovering from shingles. Uh, uh, she said it's flat wrong to seek partisan advantage from health, the health issues of colleagues. The American people reject that kind of scorched earth type of behavior or approach to governing. When it comes to the future, her future, that's something she gets to she gets to make and should be she should be allowed to do that. I mean, 
it wasn't hard to predict the Republicans were going to be a-holes about this, right? Yeah. And then pretend they're doing it to protect her. But you know, Well, of course, it's disgusting. It's reprehensible. It's, it's absolutely not what they're there to do. But here's the deal. What, what we're faced with is it, I also need her to not to not slow down the right. situation for us yeah. all because we we can't there was a, we can't pay pay for this. Yeah, there was an editorial you know? in the L.A. Times that Feinstein's continued absence from the Senate jeopardizes progress on her life's work. I mean, there is an argument. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, yeah. But people are actually getting hurt by a lot of these things. These judges, you know, judges are making rulings to get rid of what little right we have to bodily autonomy. They are letting, you know, lynchers and, and insurrectionists out of out of jail. So I get it. It's wrong. We should call it out. But seriously, yeah. we need we need we need to be showing up. Yep. Like, we need representation. And I, and I don't, I hate it, but that's the truth. Final word, idiot of the week, mswmedia.com, sexyliberal.com. We love you, Frangela. Yeah.